welcome everybody into the season premiere of Steen versus Machine. Of course, I am your host with the most true of the Steen Machine State. As always, I'm joined here by my father, Scott Steen. Scott, how are you doing? I'm fine, Truman. How are you? Uh, good. Definitely the, our first take on uh, the intro. Definitely didn't accidentally call it a different show that we do. Definitely nothing to see here right. for sure. That's what they say. We yes. should just everything should be an offshoot of two fat guys in a dream. This should be a two fat guys in like an NFL dream. Two fat guys losing, uh, <laughs> losing their dream, betting their dreams, their hopes and dreams, and losing it. <laughs> dreaming yes. of dreaming of making money betting football. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Two fat guys dreaming of dreaming of betting for sure. Yes. Welcome in everybody to the season premiere of of Steen versus Machine. Of course, where Scott. The Steen Roller, Steen. I guess you're no longer the head, the lead handicapper at Winners and Winers. You still are with Winners and Winers, but now you're in the kind of the marketing division. You've, uh, yeah, I am. I am, and I'm not. This will be interesting because you know it, the years that we've done this before, I've always handicapped all the games anyway. Yeah. Um. So it was, you know, I just had to go through and pick my five favorites. Uh. This I'm This year is going to be different because I'm just starting from scratch. I don't really do a, a ton of handicapping. Um. You know, I still. I still put out picks. I still, but I, uh, I, I, I do much less shotgun approach. I still sell premium picks, but so um, it'll be, it'll be curious to see how we, see how it goes. So, uh, do you have, you have last year's results? Are we gonna bring, bring that up? I should have brought up last year's results. Uh, I do not. I, it's, I know I ended up just over even on Steamverse, okay. or, or I ended, yes, I ended up. Uh, like just even i think you ended up like four units under yeah that sounds about right that's pretty dang close for 17 weeks of five picks a piece that's what is that 80 picks or 85 picks yeah that's that's a lot of picks i'm not gonna lie to you i saw a a thing this week that they'd uh uh it was it was some like kind of anti-gambling article they said they'd tracked like 650 experts that sold picks, and they tracked them. Truman, how many of them do you think hit 5238? Uh, oh, is that the po- to get positive? You have to go 52 and 38. 52, 52.38% is the is the break oh. even. Uh, how many of them? Uh, percentage based. Yes. Uh, eight percent. Ten percent. Very good. Ah, got very it. good. Yeah, so nice. always be uh, always be careful, and uh, you know this is a, a difficult thing for me to say as someone who buys picks or someone who sells picks. But uh, there's a lot of shady fuckers out there, so make sure they have a track record. Uh, make sure they're tracking, put, posting their results, not just telling you what their wins are. Um, you know that's the, that's the thing we do here. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Sometimes you have bad weeks. Sometimes you have bad seasons. We had, we had great seasons before in this show. Both made money last year. Not so much. So uh, it happens. It happens. You you'll you ask any professional handicap. You ask any professional better. They will tell you they have occasionally have a bad season, not just a month or a week or a, or a weekend, a season. So and what happens to the best of them, huh? Oh, and what we're here to do is provide information for you, insight. If you don't agree with the picks that we're saying because of the reasons that we're saying it, or you saw something else, then don't bet on it. Uh, I absolutely right. do not believe that there's – we all believe in somebody. We I have a lot of people that I follow. They, this guy has great information. This guy has great leads. And sometimes 
they to fill content or whatever it may be they put out something and i say it's not really it for me uh it doesn't really scratch my itch i don't need to take I don't need to take the Chiefs minus four and a half because I know that they always come out sloppy. I don't need to take the Chiefs over in that first game because I just I know how they play sometimes. And that is and so it's a lot of that kind of thing where we are just another resource for you. If you guys, if we say something and it sounds good, and it sounds like a good reason, and you're like, oh, I never thought about it like that. That's a great point. I should bet on that. That's what we're here to do. But in no way are we saying you should bet all all five of my picks. We, as we set this show, have to do five picks. Do we love all of our five picks? Absolutely not. Scott, last year, you were selling premium picks. You were giving out free picks. So we were getting your 7 through 12 picks or your 10 through 15 picks. And Yeah, it was, a, it was, it was hard to uh, – to, uh, yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't sell picks at a premium price and then give the same picks on the show, which are obviously my best picks. Right. And I will say my premium picks – I had a much better year than I did on the show, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna uh, up the quality a little bit uh, of the pick. So you're probably gonna get my uh, uh, third through third through eighth best picks. Yeah, and even for, and even me with my spreadsheet, I as we went through the year, found where I wanted to. Okay, now I'm zeroing in on this, and I am taking approaches to it. Again, my spreadsheet even on this show is a great example of why you shouldn't just follow one betting system. Is that I ended up even to maybe just uh i think i with the wild card weekend the spreadsheet went over for the year but again that's that is just a tool in the arsenal i still have to look at it at times and go okay i'm not touching a situation no matter what the sheet says if there's a backup quarterback in and he's just found out on tuesday that he's gonna have to start you know, okay, I don't right. want that. I want nothing to do with that. Or their star wide receivers out, or their defensive line all got COVID and now they're out. So use your brain. What we're saying is welcome everybody back to Steam vs. Machine. Another tool, another resource in your belt to help you guys get positive. And another show where me and my father get to go head to head analytics versus the handicapper. That's where we're at. I and Scott right. uses well, the analytics. I guess that's not it's not you know, a great uh, tagline is analytics versus you use a, not you use a, You basically use an algorithm. Yes. At the end of the day, you've built an algorithm, and I have not. Right. So I do use advanced analytics. I use all the, all, all the stats and things like that. Uh, they're finally catching up with baseball, although they'll never have as many deep in the rabbit hole of stats as baseball does. Yeah. Um, Just not as much B, stuff to have. XFIP, B-War. You know, all that kind of stuff. That's not kind of that's not a thing. But yeah, I'm anxious to get going. So uh, let's roll, buddy. I know you got things to do, places to be. Uh, we're, we got a late start this weekend. So this show is going to drop quick when people aren't going to have much time. So let's uh, do everything we can to get it rolling. Absolutely. Uh, Normally here, we start, we would start with a recap of last week's picks and we'd go over uh, also how we did and where our season records are. Obviously, this is the first week. So uh, as I won the show last year, I guess I'll go first here. Winners, winners get ball, or make it, take it, as we call it. Scott, I'm going to start here. Cincinnati, Cleveland, over 40. Wait, is this? Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I gave away some of my picks awesome. earlier. Uh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, o- over 47 and a half. I believe there's a lot of bullshit that happens with the AFC North, uh, and I don't have my algorithm in the first week. It's based off season stats, so I have no stats for the season. So this first week is my foray into handicapping, essentially. Um, 
there's a lot of bullshit that happens with these AFC North games. Uh, great example, last year, Joe Burrow, what is it, four interceptions <laughs> that first game against the Steelers? I don't love either either of these sides in a division matchup in the first week of the season to do to, to cover or beat the spread based on I feel like they're a better team. But what I do trust is a lot of scoring. I believe that Cincinnati offense is great. I believe the Cleveland offense is going to have a better look this year with Deshaun Watson getting his legs under him, not being suspended 12 games. Uh, and so I think that's going to be a big advantage, and I believe that's going to lead to a lot of scoring in this first game. So I'm taking Cincinnati Cleveland over 47 and a half for my first pick. All right, very good. Um, I'm going to start with the first game on the board. Trimming the first game in your rotation. It's going to be the Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are uh, on the road. Falcons, three and a half point favorites. We're going to ride the boys in black right here. Uh, here's a fun stat for you. Trimmon Bryce Young, number one draft pick in the draft, quarterback from Alabama. Uh, since 2003, teams that have uh, uh, drafted a quarterback 1-1 are 0-13-1 straight up and 1-13 against the spread in their first game. Uh, the, le- the learning curve is steep. But uh, here at Old School Central, Truman, that's what we call a trend. That's a trend right there. Uh, I'm going to ride that trend. I'm going to say, and I did not like this pick uh, to start with. I don't think Bryce Young is an NFL quarterback. Um, Having said that, I will say I'm a terrible judge of rookie quarterbacks. Um, So I, uh, I, I will cop to that, but I do not, I do not like Bryce Young in this spot. And it is a historically bad spot. For those reasons, we're going to take the Falcons minus three in the hook. Absolutely. I, uh, you know, because that's always the flip side of it. Uh, There's a reason this team had the first pick in the draft last year, and it wasn't just quarterback. Or I guess uh, Carolina had the first pick in the draft because they traded up into it. But they were still a top 10 uh, draft pick team because they were bad. And it and it doesn't all fix. And not only did they and, – and Carolina almost is in a worse spot because not only were they bad, they also traded away picks and players to move up into the number one spot. Right. I, and I think ultimately Atlanta's got a little more talent. I think uh, Desmond Ritter has that – I don't know that he's a better quarterback than Bryce Young at the end of the day, at the end of their careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does have that extra season. Uh, got a couple starts last year. Wasn't great. But uh, having that system under your belt for a full year makes a hell of a difference. And, also, uh, also a first-year coach in Frank Reich. Also, or first-year yes. coach in Carolina in Frank Reich. So and Frank White is known as Frank Reich is known as the quarterback whisperer. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but that's I think that's going to be my first pick. What else you got, buddy? Uh, my second pick. I've got 49ers minus two. They're taking on. Uh, hold on. Why? Dang it. I put, I put yours in parentheses. I forgot to put on, I forgot to put mine in parentheses. Uh, they're taking on the Steelers at home. I, I, again, uh, as a reminder, every, every week, we'll we'll probably have a reminder on this. Shop your lines, folks. Uh, I use, I'm not sponsored. Uh, the scores and odds app. It quickly pulls it up. Uh, you guys will see me checking that from here. Uh, basically it puts all the sports books next to each other. Uh, and so while some of the sportsbooks, uh, FanDuel, DraftKings has a San Francisco minus two and a half, uh, sportsbook like PointsBet and BetMGM have the 49ers at minus two. 
That's the benefit of having all these mobile apps. Is it isn't like the old days in Vegas where you'd have to walk across the street or walk down the walk down the strip to go find the best line. No, you can just do it right here. I just did that right now, just checking that. I I closed one of my apps. I opened this app up, and then I open up that app and I go bet that money. It's all pretty quick nowadays. So no reason not be shopping your lines. My best line I found it out was 49ers minus two. So I'm going to take uh, – I believe that the 49ers, I believe this defense is going to eat. There's a lot of hype about the Kenny Pickett uh, progression. I find that very interesting. I don't believe he was – I think he was fine. I think he's fine, and I think he's going to be fine this year. But I think the 49ers are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. I think a lot of people have them or the Eagles coming out of the NFC, and I believe uh, that this will be just a great start to the season. Great defenses. Uh, Nick Bosa's paid finally. So he'll be playing, uh, and I just I don't believe I trust the Pittsburgh Steelers offense to be just clicking enough, and I don't think that defense can. I think Kyle Shanahan, again, a great coach with a whole offseason to, to plan for Pittsburgh. I love the Niners here in this spot. Give me the 49ers minus two. Well, uh, my sixth pick this week would probably be fading that game. So really? fading in that game. Uh, but I am going to stick with that game for my second pick, and I'm going to play the under 41 and a half, Truman. Uh, this 49ers defense, you talked about it. They are no joke. They were first in points allowed last year, third in yards per play. Uh, the part that for the Steelers I like is uh, is uh, T.J. Watt is back. Uh, he played just 10 games last season, and there was a distinct difference when he was on the field and when he wasn't. Uh, 16.9 points per game with him, 25.5 points per game Without him, that is a six-point difference. Uh, Steelers also much better at home with or without Watt. Uh, seventh in points allowed, just 18.3. And you brought up the Kenny Pickett thing, and I know there's a lot of excitement. Uh, Kenny Pickett in this Steelers offense, 26th in points last year, 27th in yards per play. And uh, Kenny Pickett uh, failed to throw more than one touchdown pass in every single game he played last year. So... Uh, for Pickett to be as good as people in Pittsburgh think he is, we're going to need to see some serious improvement. I think there's going to be some offensive struggles on both sides of the ball. Uh, I'm a Missouri guy, so I want to see Brock Purdy do it again. Show me that Mr. Irrelevant is really you got as good as me. Yes. Uh, because, you know, we talk about this a lot in baseball. When guys come up from the minors for the first time and they go on a nice little hitting tear, and they go, wow, this guy's really good. You know why they're good? Because nobody has a book on them. Nobody knows what they do. Nobody knows their tendencies. Nobody knows what they chase. Same thing with Kenny Pickett. You get quarterbacks that can surprise you because you don't have a book on them. You don't have film on them. Well, now and they Brock do. And Brock Purdy, they, for that matter. And Brock Purdy, for that matter. They know when he likes to go right. They know what his foot positioning is before the plays. They know if he telegraphs anything. All this information. They know what kind of formations they like to run, what he's comfortable with, what he's not comfortable with, what kind of defenses does he struggle with. Those are all things that are known this year. So I expect to see some offensive struggles in this game. Two very good defenses going at it. I expect the total to stay low and go under 41 and a half. And I even got that line to you. Points bet has it over there at under 42. So I got that up to 42, which is a fairly important uh, hook. That is, we talk about yes. we, we talk about uh, important numbers. 42 obviously would be six touchdowns. Six times seven is 42. Yes. So now... If there's six touchdowns scored in this game exactly, Scott gets the push now, which is important, yeah. which is why it's important to shop your lines. Uh, it's actually pretty big that they even moved it to that 42. 
I'm shocked that anybody has that at that. That's that's a pretty big number to move through. So nice yep. to have it yep. at 42 and a half, especially for the yep. under. Absolutely. So, if you're betting that over, absolutely bet one of those un, uh, over 41 and a half lines. Do not go to the 42 at uh, points bet. Points so bet. correct brings me brings me out to my third pick of the uh, of the week, Scott. I have the Bears minus one and a half over the Green Bay Packers. It's very interesting. Uh, you know, the Bears have been terrible against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers famously owns the Packers or owns the Bears uh, and has told them plenty of times. So I think the Bears are licking their chops, licking their little bear chops at getting a, a little bit at this Green Bay offense. I don't believe – I'm not a Jordan Love believer, I will say. Uh, Justin Fields gets a couple more out, gets another option in DJ Moore this year. They drafted him a tackle. Uh, I like this offense a little better. I worried, I do worry a little bit about the defense, but I think we're playing strength versus strength here. I believe that Green Bay probably, I like their defensive side of the ball a little better than their offense, and I don't love really their defense anyways. But I do like the Chicago offense a little bit better than I like the Green Bay defense. So give me the Bears minus one and a half, uh, taking it home. I wouldn't touch that game with a hobo stick, Truman. <laughs> Uh, I am going to stay in that division, however. I'm going to take the Vikings minus five. This is probably my favorite pick of the week. Um, you know, they've got uh, they've got a new defensive coordinator, and Brian Flores in there did good things in Miami. Uh, he's, a, he's an attack dude. They call it the crazed dog defense. He's a uh, very uh, swarming, attacking style of defense versus a read and react of a Bob Sutton, something like that. Um, but the real reason here... It's the quarterback of the Bucks. You know who it isn't? It ain't Tom Brady. You know who it is? It's Baker Mayfield. Mayfield yep. uh, yeah, I like this Vikings defense. Kirk Cousins is a solid quarterback, despite the fact he takes Tuesdays off for no apparent reason. Um, mental health. I, you watch the show, it says mental health. You know, you saw life balance. It's hard to have one as an NFL quarterback. If you watch that show, you saw the difference between an elite quarterback and a good quarterback on what they do on Tuesdays. You see, you see cousins at home with his wife. They're got the kids out. They're walking. They're playing around. They're doing bills together. Oh, it's a great Tuesday. You see Mahomes. He is fucking grinding in the gym, twisting his trunk doing the flexibility exercises, working his ass off every fucking day to get better. So, you know, Kirk Cousins, good quarterback. Pat Mahomes, generational talent. And that's just part of the difference right there. So Helps, man, helps maybe, to grow up with a father who is also, I think, a sports player. I think you learn that to find your spots where you can push the envelope like that, but also still feel like you're having work-life balance. His dad was the very definition of a grinder. Starter, reliever, multiple teams, free agent. Yep. Uh, his position was never assured. He was he was an average above to a slightly above average major league pitcher that uh, got it done through hard work. So, absolutely, I think Pat Mahomes Sr. Uh, set a pretty good example of what it takes to be an elite professional athlete right there. So, and again, yeah, give I me the Bucks. Give me the court, Give me the team without Baker Mayfield at home in the Crystal Ship. Um, minus the five. Yeah, minus five available over at Caesars and Points Bet. Not available at DraftKings or FanDuel. That's where you're going to get that. Or BetMGM. That's where you're going to get the hook at five and a half. So don't yeah, don't really care. No, don't, I, don't really. Not a huge. I don't, five five and a half. Not, a, not the big difference. No, 
No, I'm, I'm much more concerned if it's six, six or six and a half or, you know, something like that. Absolutely. Uh, the 40, the 41 and a half, for example, in the total. All right. What's your fourth pick, buddy? My fourth pick, Scott, is uh, the Dolphins money line over the Chargers. I think, and you, you want to match? You, I think you have something for your, you have something for the Dolphins for your fourth pick too, don't you? I do. I do indeed. Well, let's talk about this, um, Scott. Yeah, well, you've got the money line, and you're uh, – uh, let's see what I've got. The, I've got the money line at uh, plus 141. What do you have? Oh, uh, I have plus 142 is what I had it at before the show started. Okay. Looking at it now, well, best I see is plus 140. Here's the deal. Here's the deal with money lines and small spreads, and we'll talk about this. Uh, we'll probably talk about it multiple times. We talk about it every year. Yep. But if basically <clears> – <throat> excuse me – um, it, it makes sense uh, mathematically uh, if a game is has a, if you're going to take an underdog with a spread of a, a half to three points, you should always play the money line. Yep. And, and uh, that's that's just a, a good mathematical decision. I was just kind of in the mode of picking underdogs here. Well, um, I think three is about where you start to draw that line. I think three yes. is reasonable. Two and a half, yes. you might as well take the underdog. That's always that's especially always one and a half. Take the money line, save the juice. Don't don't take anybody. If if you take anybody plus one and a half, we are going to have problems. Me and you are going to have problems. I know the Lions just one by one, so that's not a great example. But the Lions also weren't plus one and a half. They were plus you know four or whatever. So, but all yeah, that to say, do not take the dumb plus one and a half. That's a Vegas scam right there. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Always take the money line if it's less than three points. Um, and another good tip that we'll talk about here, um, if you look at your betting card and you've got all favorites or all overs, uh, you're going to lose. You're going to have a losing season. You have to be able to identify those dogs. You have to be able to identify those unders. And it's not just, a, it's, it's not just my opinion. Uh, the odds makers actually shade lines towards the favorites and towards the over, usually a half a point on a on a on a side, much as a, as much as a point or a point and a half uh, on a total will be shaded, uh, and you're you're actually getting bad value most of the time. Now sometimes you'll think you'll see a number and you're gonna I'm gonna play the over because I think that's a that's a, an achievable number. I think that number may be three points low. That's fine. There are going to be occasions you're gonna play overs, but if you look at your sheet, you're playing all overs or all favors or eighty percent of even. That's that's a mistake. That's a hole in your game. You've got to plug. You have to be able to identify the dogs. You have to be able to identify the unders. Uh, those are the two most important things that casual betters. That's a, a mistake that casual betters make. So we're trying to we're trying to make you a better better. And that's one of those. If you look at uh, somebody posted this, I believe it was last year's talking about. Uh, if you look at every bet, like I think they did it for the NCAA tournament where they showed if you bet on. All the favorites for the last five years, all the underdogs, all the money lines, all the, all of those bets were negative. If mm -hmm. you, there is no magical bet that well, all the overs always cash, or they the over cashes more than the under. Nope, Vegas is pretty good at what they do. So they split yeah. it just about fifty percent. And we talk about we talk about house advantage. We talk about a lot. Vegas, I'm gonna tell you. At the worst, they've got a 51% advantage if you play everything smartly. Uh, if you don't play everything smartly, that that advantage gets wider and wider, and they're picking it pretty damn close to 50%. So they're, they're on that margin, pretty pounding it pretty heavily. 
So do not now, believe in betting all of everything ever. And I'm sure this is going to raise some eyebrows. In fact, both of us were on the Dolphins against the Chargers because they remember last year's game. Um, it was 23-17, but that's, that's really a misnomer because uh, the Chargers owned them. Uh, they outgained them by 213 yards. Tua was dreadful. Uh, 10 of 28, 145 passing yards. But I'm, and I believe you are too, we're betting that's an outlier performance and that's probably not going to be repeated. Right. Because, Truman, this was this was a terrible San Diego, or excuse me, this was a terrible Chargers defense last year. Uh, 29th in yards allowed per play. Uh, and the fact that, it, and they played a lot of bad offenses. You know, they played they played the Raiders twice and they played Denver twice for starters. Right. Um, so the there was, there was, What's that? Two of the worst offenses in the NFL last year. Hundred percent. So, uh, Dolphins on their other hand scored twenty nine or more points in half the games that Tua started and finished. Um, and despite him missing a large part of the season and using uh, uh, the kid from K State from Fort Osage, uh, whose name I've already forgotten, Skylar Thompson. Thank you. Yes. Um, you, you think I'd remember when I have a daughter of the same name, but. Uh, I think so. Uh, that'd be weird to name her his first name. It'd be weird to name her Skyler Thompson, but um, they still finished. Thir- they still finished third in yards per play, is what I'm saying. So this is a hell of a good offense. Yeah. Um, and of course, they got Vic Fangio uh, last seen in Denver, uh, running the defense. And Vic Sam- Vic Fangio, uh, for as bad of a coach as he was, built a pretty goddamn good defense there in Denver. Yes, uh, that absolutely. Denver, that Denver Broncos defense, nothing to jack around with. They are absolutely good. Well, um, and, a, and a lot of people gave that Chargers defense a pass because some of those guys got hurt. Khalil Mack got a little banged up. Joey Bosa got a little banged up. J.C. Jackson got a little banged up. Uh, missed a lot of time. J.C. Jackson, for me, is the one that I will not give people a pass on. People will say, well, J.C. Jackson's back healthy. Hey, man, he was healthy at the beginning of the season, and he looked dreadful. He got cooked bad a lot yeah. at the beginning of the season and you say okay maybe he was playing hurt maybe he's banged up if that is the case i'll leave my words here uh but i don't believe in in this Chargers defense not only do i were they not that great last year and they were banged up uh they're getting older and the more you get banged up and the older you get the harder it is to come back to uh, full form. i'm not sure joey bosa is a game record anymore khalil mack is certainly past his prime at this point uh, and yeah. I think if you don't have lockdown corners like your J.C. Jacksons or your Derwin or your Derwin James, Derwin James getting older keeps getting banged up. Another example, uh, Derwin James is again probably a top five to top ten safety in the NFL, so he's holding it down there on the backside. Uh, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to correct you when you said he was a cornerback. I, I wasn't going to. I was going to let you go, but yeah. yes, yes. But Derwin James, I is still the rock solid. He is the rock of that defense, but. I still do not believe in that defense. Uh, I don't believe in anybody else really on that on that Chargers defense. I agree. And here's a nice little bonus: uh, Ronaldo Hill was the DC last year for the Chargers. Um, he is now a defensive assistant for the Miami Dolphins. So a little bit of insight, yeah. uh, extra insight into that Chargers defense. So well, you and I both like the Chargers. Leading tackler Drew, Tra- Drew Tra- Tranquil now on the Chiefs. Yes. but he was the leading tackler. We can't tackler even start. We can't season. even start for the Chiefs. Yes. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely true. Lots to think about. Uh, so you and I both like the Dolphins there. Um, I'm going to just, just keep it. I, I do like. I'm going to take my three points I, early in the season. Could be close games. Could yeah. be a defensive struggle. You've got the money line there. Um, all right. So 
Honestly, I think when I was taking a look at it, I thought it was two and a half when I saw it, so I went Dolphins money line. I'm still good to mm-hmm. take the Dolphins money line. I'm not going to adjust, but uh, the line, the money moving <laughs> towards the Chargers, very interesting in my opinion. Interesting. All right, let's have that fifth and final play, buddy. Fifth and final play. Uh, actually, I think we might be matching on this one also. Uh, yep. Eagles minus three and a half at minus one ten. Yep. They're at they're at the New England Patriots. Hey. Another terrible team that people are maybe a little too high on. The New England Patriots, uh, not a terrible team, uh, but a bad team. They're quite possibly now the worst team in that division. I don't really even think there's any question about it. No. Um, I mean, it depends on how much you believe in the Jets. Uh, I am, the, I, I, in my opinion, I the jury's out. The, the I don't believe in the Jets. I believe they're better than the Patriots. That's fair. Uh, yeah, Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, set to have a probably a pretty good year again, but Ezekiel Elliott there to cause a little bit of frustration. Mac Jones doesn't really have a ton of targets and wasn't great last year, but he does get a new offense coordinator who he is familiar with, with Bill O'Brien. So props there. Uh, the Eagles though, uh, second best team in the NFL last year by, uh, and almost the first best team. If you remember the margin of three points there, uh, lost some key defensive starters, but retooled in the draft. Uh, top 10 draft pick and Jalen Carter there. Uh, another Just another beast up the middle. They added a uh, linebacker also from Georgia whose name is escaping me now. Nolan Smith. Yes. Nolan Smith. Yep. And then – Stole. Uh, just stole that draft. They, the Eagles stole that draft. Yeah. Best team in the NFC had the best draft. Absolutely. And so I believe um, they absolutely retooled and are getting better. Uh, I like the Eagles. Really, I like that defense to steamroll a bad pass offense. And the Eagles' offense is also just still, you know, still has Jalen Hurts, still has all the continuity at the O-line. Basically running it back with maybe better running backs, depending on how you feel about DeAndre Swift versus Miles Sanders. But I like the Eagles here. I like the Eagles minus three and a half. I think think they're going to dispatch the Patriots at a pretty good clip. And I know Tom Brady's in the house, so maybe it's a little Tom Brady boost for people. But I think the Eagles honestly should be favored by about six and a half here, even though they are on the road opening. Uh, the I do season. think this line. I do think this line is bad. I agree. Um, although there is a trend that works against us. Uh, Super Bowl loser, bad bet week one. Last uh, last twenty three seasons covered just five times, twenty two percent. So uh, we are we are fighting uphill against that. But I just I just don't I don't think there's any team any team that's better on both sides of the ball than this Philadelphia team. Two new coordinators. I will give them that. There is question marks there, but I believe they promoted from within, I want to say. So I think, I think if you promote from within that drop off gets a little, it's not as bad. If you're not, you didn't fire these guys. You lost these guys because you had such a great offense and defense. And then you promote from within from guys that learned from those guys. It's a lot like Matt Nagy being promoted to OC after the enemy left and for right. the chiefs yeah. you are playing the same system. It's the same plays. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's a, you know, this is a Philadelphia team that led the league in sacks last year. And it's possible. They may be even more ferocious up front this year. I just, I see, I see a long night for Mac Jones. wouldn't be surprised at a zappy sighting. I think there's a, a strong possibility that, uh, through hook or crook, uh, that Bailey zappy, appears late in the third quarter, early in the first fourth quarter, either through injury or because Mac Jones is just fucking Mac Jones. That's true. Um, um, so we'll see. Uh, he does have some new weapons, like you said. You mentioned Elliott. He's got Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, added a decent tight end from Miami and Mike, and Mike Gusecki. 
Uh, but the, this uh, O-line is going to be a problem. They they look bad in preseason, Truman. And you can't put a lot of stock in pre- some preseason stuff. One thing I will watch in preseason, I will watch line play. And if you're if because you're you're you know you're you're not trying new things at the line. You're either you're either getting the job done or you're not. And this team did not get it done in preseason. So I think this is going to be a long afternoon for uh, Mr. Jones. Absolutely. I agree with you. So, yeah, give me the Eagles minus three and a half. Give Scott the Eagles minus three and a half. And that'll do it. Each of us have our five picks out there. Again, my five picks, Cincinnati, Cleveland over at 47 and a half. 49ers minus two. Bears minus one and a half. Dolphins money line plus 140. I'll have to change it from my 142. And Eagles minus three and a half minus 110. Scott, you've got the Falcons minus three and a half. San Francisco, Pittsburgh under 42. Uh, Vikings minus five. Dolphins minus or Dolphins plus three. Eagles minus three and a half. There you go. That's it. Week one in the books. Week one and, uh, in the th- books. Thank goodness we were able to uh, do this show after the Chiefs game, so I didn't embarrass myself by taking the Chiefs like I did in real life. I, I didn't. I just. I think I. If you've gone to my head, I have to place a bet. I think I would have bet on the Chiefs there. Uh, man, I was really close to pulling the trigger on the under. 26 and a half on the first half line and I talked myself out of it and then that absolutely cashed and it was almost never in doubt even as they cause the Chiefs scored you know in that first that last like minute to get well to, to I had a, I had the, I had the Chiefs and I had Mahomes over 285 and a half and the uh, 41 yard uh, pass interference absolutely fucking cooked me yeah <laughs> on a pass he would have caught um, had it not been for the interference, so yeah, I also uh, I, I had the Mahomes two fifty plus one touchdown boost. Yep. The uh, the Chiefs played well enough to win. They played well enough to court to cover. I have never seen a single player cost his team more in multiple multiple times. I see you see one bonehead play cost the team a game, but you don't see four of them yeah. uh, that uh, that that brutalize you like that. Three drops. And then he was the one who got caught behind the line on the uh, on the third and one play uh, where they would where Bell handed off and we lost four I thought yards. That was, I thought that was Rasheed Rice. I thought they handed it off. Was it Rice? I thought I thought, I thought it was thought nineteen. Was I, Rice. I could he be did, wrong. He I did be... lose a yard rushing, but I don't think it was that one. I could be I could I could I could be uh, misremembering. Uh, bad game, and you know, and I blame myself for picking him for my fantasy team. Uh, all the blame is on me. I started uh, Davis, I, Tony. I, I, I changed it right before the game started. I said, you know what? I saw somebody tweet and say, hey, if you drafted Kadarius Tony, you're not playing him this week. Why the, why the hell you draft him? <laughs> I was like, you're right. I should do that. <laughs> he should have been in a position to have a big game. I, I'm not ready to give up on it. It just no. happens. Anybody that competes in sports or even work, if you, if you, if you do sales, you're going, you'll have a bad day. You'll let the customers get off the hook. You should have said this. You didn't say that. Yep. No matter what your job is, um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming even physicians have a bad day. Oh, God, um, I sure hope not. But, like, well, they do. Know. You know, whatever your job is, you're going to have a bad day. Um, I'm, I'm not willing to. You know, somebody, one of my friends, my buddy in Buffalo, tweeted me and uh, asked me or, or texted me and asked me if I was worried about the Chiefs receivers. And I'm, I'm, I'm really not. No. I, I, I'm not. That's, you know, that's, and he, hadn't, he hadn't been a drop guy. He's been an injury guy, but he hasn't been a drop guy. I'm sure he feels horrible. You know, I'm sure his teammates were there to pick him up. We got a long fucking season to go, so, you know. Yeah, well, and and the Chiefs still did that without Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. And I think it compounds the issue of the drops where 
normally Travis Kelsey is going to be that guy you go to on third down. It was just mm-hmm. now he had he went to some of those wideouts and they weren't ready for the moment at that moment and they were dropping third down plays and first down plays that would have got him back up there where that's normally the Travis Kelsey role and that's where you feel it from Travis Kelsey. Uh, the offense still looked great. I think Travis Kelsey gets in there. You have a little bit more re- reliability. Who also Travis Kelsey dropped plenty of passes also, but I believe that'll take the pressure off of Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore. I think Kadarius Tony will be fine. I think this offense will be fine. I think this team's still going to go. Honestly, I still believe they're going to be thirteen and four or fourteen and three. But yeah, at the end of the day, you got a defense that gives up four, 14 points to what a top two offense last year, top three offense, wherever they yeah. ended up in points without per game. Chris Jones. Right. <laughs> right. I think the defense looked great. I got no problems with the defense. Uh, all the problems with the offense and even the offensive problems, I think that is an outlier of a game that you won't see happen again. Uh, Chiefs are always good for one of those. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Sorry, just saw the K-State player just <laughs> head first. Uh, kind of one of those neck break, one of those plays where you're like, holy shit, I'm glad I don't play football anymore. Watching yep. somebody land on their neck like that. But – uh Seems all right, but just oh god, no! All right, he rolled. He rolled away. From it. He did it the right way. But yeah, sorry, but appreciate. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Chiefs will be fine. Excited for the season, Scott. Excited to run it back. Make some money. I, I think we're one yeah. and one on uh, full steam versus machine years. I think you owned me two years ago. I won last year. I think you're up on aggregate though. But probably, probably. Either way, that's all excited. right. Excited for the algorithm to get rolling. Excited for this show to get rolling. Yeah, yeah. Happy. I gotta make her. I gotta make. Hay, I gotta make hay in the early weeks before the algorithm kicks in and gets enough data. Before Absolutely. you get enough data points, to have it be useful. So happy that football is um, finally. What a catch! Holy shit! Happy that football is finally back. Happy that we're here. Absolutely. Everybody have a great week. Thanks for watching. Good luck on all your bets. Absolutely. We'll see you as. Uh, oh, say the line, Scott. Say the line. Is he What is it? Back to the window. Right? Oh, that's. What- that's right yeah everybody pick up those winning tickets you know what you want to do you want to catch those winning tickets as you head back to the window all right we'll see you guys next week